I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the home field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please bet responsibly. Welcome to Big Blend Radio with Nancy and Lisa, the publishers of Big Blend Magazines, and uh, very excited to go to Louisiana, Nancy. It's Louisiana, Louisiana, Uh, one of our favorite places ever, and uh, we're going to talk about the no man's land of Louisiana. This is a disputed area between Spanish Texas and the United States, newly acquired Louisiana Purchase, when Louisiana became... uh, became Louisiana in eight, between 1819 and 1821. I believe this is when this, this area was a no-man's land. So this is very interesting. It was after uh, the Battle of New Orleans, which was fought on Sunday, January 8, 1815. And so this was an area that shenanigans happened, basically. Well, I'm just going to say it that it, way. If nobody owns it, let's go. You know and what? Get your part. All, all I know is we've been through a lot of part of that territory, and it's one of the most amazing areas, and we're very excited. We have special guests joining us. First off, Arlene Gold, you've heard her on Big Blend Radio before. Mm-hmm. She is the executive director of the Natchitoches Convention and Visitors Bureau. You can go to natchitoches.com, and uh, I'm going to spell that out, uh, N-A-T-C-H-I-T-O-C-H-E-S.com. Did I get that right, Arlene? Did I pass the spelling it. bee? I got you it. You got it. <laughs> I got to do the spelling bee over. I mean, because Natchitoches is what it's like, right? And that's that's your name. And th- okay, so Arlene, welcome back. Number one. Number two, you're still winning more awards. I heard. <laughs> like recently. Oh, good for you. It's non. It's nonstop in Natchitoches. You guys just keep racking up awards. I see it happening. Awesome. You know. Um, but well, thanks for having me back on the show. It's always a pleasure. Well, you brought some special guests on your show today. Now we've got Rebecca Blankenbaker, and she's been on our show before. Um, but before she was on the show, she wasn't the executive director, but she is now. She took it over. Uh, she's the executive go, director of the Cane River <laughs> National Heritage Area. Uh, everyone, you can go to org. Welcome back, Rebecca. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, we're excited. So the Cane River National Heritage Area, and I want to really kind of, this is important because you encompass like a big area. So like when we were in Natchitoches, which is pretty much northwest Louisiana, right? Um, You incorporate Natchitoches, you incorporate uh, the Cane River uh, Creole National Historical Park, which is how we found out about Natchitoches, was on our tour going mm-hmm. to national parks. 
um, or units within the National Park Service. And, of course, you are part of that, being a national heritage area, but also like Melrose Plantation and places like that. That's all incorporated, right? All included in our national heritage area. We have 32 heritage sites that include the national park, but also include three state historic sites and a number of state museums and other facilities that are open to the public um, and demonstrate our unique culture and history within the Cane River and Natchitoches area. And I heard that you've got like a new area now, like kind of like a new visitor center kind of deal where we can go out and look over the lake and something like that. Like like what we haven't experienced. We just want to come out. We want to come back. Yes. in, in these in these um, trying times, sometimes due to budget cuts, some of these visitor centers have to um, close shop or, or shorten their hours. So the Heritage Area has actually embarked on two new partnerships, one with um, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to open the Grand Corps Visitor Center, which overlooks the Red River. It sits on an 80-foot bluff and looks at the Red River. It's a beautiful facility. Mm. And the right. other is Los Adias State Historic Site. It It is actually the first capital of Spanish Texas, and it is one of the most significant archaeological sites in the state of Louisiana, if not in the southeast. And wow. um, we we manage both of those sites and keep them open to the public. So we're really excited about those endeavors. And they both wow. talk about cool. millions. This is amazing, and it's so interesting, like how this, you know, you take a, a negative and make it into a positive, right? That's it. That's mm-hmm. you exactly. Know, make, Louisiana make knows how to do that. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. Um, you know, it. that's exactly. But I know that you make it into a beat of beer. But anyway, <laughs> just saying. Um, <laughs> that, but that too. I want to bring Linda Curtis Sparks on. We met Linda. Um, wow. Like years a few ago. years ago, on quite our trip into Nagata, yeah, it was quite a few years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember that before we met Linda, we met a giant fish outside your visitor center. And Priscilla, mm-hmm. our little fox monkey, had a good time playing the fish. You have giant fish in your town. Uh, Linda is in Sabine Parish, right? So, in this parish, you pretty much run along Toledo Bend, this Toledo Lake. Am I getting this right? Sabine River? This is like you this whole region. You are getting it region. right. And since we visited with y'all, uh, not only do we have more of those art flunker fish, but we were actually hmm. named a couple of years in a row as the number one bass fishing lake in the nation. And so wow. people pretty much identify with Toledo Bend Lake oh. Country as being big fish. And later in the program, we will explain that that is just one of the things um, in our background, in our culture that we're going to highlight during this celebration. We're going to have a fishing tournament that covers all the water bodies in all of our districts, and Toledo Bend will be one of those. So Toledo Bend actually uh, was uh, made by uh, the damming of Sabine River. It is one of the uh, largest man-made lakes in the south. has a lot of history. You know what? I just have to say, I have always wanted to be a big fish. <laughs> there you go, Nancy. Well, you can be one if you want to be. How do I get to be a big fish? I, all I know is, like, this whole region is absolutely beautiful. We were there in July 2014, I believe it is. Yeah. And um, it is so green and beautiful mm. and just lush 
and you need to go. Everyone should go. So it's so beautiful. So there, it's fun. just you're a garden area too. Um, there just seems to be flowers everywhere through the entire region, from not only uh, Sabine Parish but into Natchitoches and Alexandria. The whole area seems to have. It's like flower power exists there. There too. are a lot of opportunities to get out and experience native plants. And, of course, mm. through all of our region, we have pine trees. And we actually have people mm. that come into our region that just, it seems like that's all they want to do, is, especially out of the United States, is just take pictures of cre- trees. But each mm. of our parishes have either memorial gardens or uh, special areas that we can send people into, like Arlene has the Kasachi National Forest. Um, mm, that yes. and we, I think in our region we have three scenic byways. Arlene has yeah. the uh, mm-hmm. Dogwood Trails. We have Toledo Bend Forest Scenic Byway. Vernon has Myths and Legends, and Calcasieu Lake Charles Cameron has a, a wonderful um, Cajun. Um, Creole Nature Trail. Creole Nature Trail. That is yeah. just one of the yeah, nature, on uh, one of mm-hmm. the things that awesome. people certainly need to visit when they come to Louisiana. There's something really interesting about when you enter Louisiana. If you're coming from uh, the west and you go through Beaumont, Texas, and you hit mm-hmm. Lake Charles, and Lake Charles is cool too, you know. And it's like really you cool. said, the, you know, we we went on the Creole Nature Trail and. Um, then came up, actually, that's how we connected with you all, and came up and went through Natchitoches, and you just wouldn't expect that there would be Kisachi forest, like you wouldn't think a forest would be there, but suddenly here it is, and then I just, like, I don't know, I felt like I was on the beach with you, Linda, in in Toledo Bend, and all these wildflowers on the waterfront, like on the Mm -hmm. lake, and Going and and walked, we walked with the National Park Service and um, the State Park Service, excuse me, um, going out and looking for bald eagles and seeing the bald eagle nests and stuff. They taught us so much. It was really one of the most unique experiences uh, that we've had, I have to say, in our lives in this country. Oh, for sure. Was our trip Mm -hmm. to, to Louisiana, visiting Lake Charles, visiting Natchitoches, and Sabine Parish. Now, John... Crook is on the line too. I got to introduce him on here mm. because, like John, you're next. <laughs> we got to. People told us okay. we got to go to Vernon Parish, and apparently, mm. like you got a lot of God, like good, really good things happening over there. Tell us about where you are, in, in regards to the layout of the land, in regards to Natchitoches and Sabine Parish. Well, my parish, Vernon Parish, is kind of in the center of no man's land, mm. and um, we are famous. In, in the modern uh, era for Fort Polk, we're the home of Fort Polk, which is a major uh, training facility with the United States Army, the home of the Joint Readiness Training Command. So, so we did Fort go Polk there. Opened yeah. In. Did you go to Fort Polk? We went through there. We went through. We didn't go on the base, but I always like to go to military base because there's men in you know uniform. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get there. I well, didn't get on the base. Sorry, well, there, there my are mom men in is uniform just like rolling sure. her eyes at me right now. She's like, "Did you have to say that?" But yeah, it's true. Sorry. Well, they they <laughs> are indeed there. Um, so that has a major <laughs> impact on our community, um, and <laughs> and have had since 1941 because the Great Louisiana Maneuvers, which is which was the military um, training 
that preceded the U.S. entry into World War II took place in this area. And that led to the establishment of Camp Polk, later to become Fort Polk. So since 1941, Vernon Parish has had um, a huge influx of people, and that naturally affects the culture as well. I do think the historic culture of No Man's Land, which is kind of a you, li- you live in... Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better... You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Let live. Let's say that. I think that that Mm. actually translates into a welcoming kind of uh, sense of our way of life here. Uh, Many, many people retire here from the military, and that says an awful lot of good about the community. Um, The Mm. thing that you were talking about earlier, we also have a, in Vernon Parish, a unit of the Kasachi National Forest, and Vernon Parish is the officially designated wildflower capital of Louisiana with over 3,000 varieties of wildflowers, which includes native orchids, bog plants, all that kind of stuff. It's really prevalent throughout the entire region of the western part of the state. I mean, there are just wildflowers everywhere. Okay, so where were we at? Chunks? Oyster bar? Chunks? Is that part of it? Best time to go and see all of them blooming. Yeah, yeah. What month? Well, yeah. that's a little challenge because they're wildflowers, so there are different flowers during the different seasons of the year. One of the things wow. that you can do here, though, is we have a bed and breakfast, Allen Acres, and it is owned by a retired uh, botanist, an LSU professor, mm-hmm. Dr. Oh. Charles Allen, oh. and he conducts regular tours into the forest throughout the year oh, uh, wow. to talk about all kinds of plants, and he hosts um, many, many groups, different kind of naturists and people that are looking at not only uh, uh, the flora, but also the fauna. So uh, yeah. it's wild wildflowers and wildlife that he conducts tours about. This is amazing. I, I want to go back to the No Man's mm. Land events and, and what we're talking about because I'm, I don't want to get greedy because we have people who have sent us on story missions on our Love Your Park store. We are on the tour to go. I mean, we're going to travel full time to actually document every single park and public land in the country, not just National Park Service, like every single one. Right. And we have our friends have sent us on missions. One of them is gardens, which means plants and all that Wherever good stuff. We have, a mili- we, have, we have actually got a story mission for Fort Polk. Okay. Uh, it, oh, great. It is, no, no. It's, it's to follow in the footsteps of Generals Halmore uh, and all these other generals that have done so much work. And so I'm not allowed to say everything now, but I know. Oh, but anyway. Exciting. We have all these story missions, and I know that I know all of your parishes, Arlene. I know we're gonna, we got to go to the garden that you got, Beaujardine. I'm I'm getting it right, Beaujardine. Uh-huh. You got your garden up front. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we we've been already told we need to go there. 
So anyway, <laughs> I don't want to get greedy because I'm just excited because we have so many gardens to do and uh, and places to go on our tour. But the no man's land, this is a very interesting thing. I want to give everybody a little bit of background. So, Rebecca, I want to go to you on this. Uh, you're part of the Cane River National Heritage Area. You're the executive director, not just part of it. You're the executive director now. Um, can you give everybody an idea of what happened, what went down? Because New Orleans... You know, it's really interesting. You've got Natchitoches, which is the very original, you know, settlement. Then everyone thinks, oh, New Orleans is a big deal, right? And it was. Mm -hmm. And then we had the Battle of New Orleans, which is really unique and interesting. And then all of a sudden, here's this no man's land that happens after. That's weird. Like, it's it's cool. It's like, what is the no man's land? Well, I'll back it up for you just a little bit and take it back to the Louisiana Purchase of 1803. So if you actually look at a map of the Louisiana Purchase, it leaves out that western portion of Louisiana, which is what we today refer to as no man's land or the neutral strip. And this portion becomes a contested piece of territory that both the Spanish and the United States sort of hold, say that they have claimed. And um, in order to settle sort of um, some of the unrest in the territory, the uh, Spanish um, lieutenant colonel, the lieutenant colonel on the Spanish side and the U.S. general um, decided to sort of just declare this neutral zone between the um, Arroyo Hondo um, and the Sabine River, with and that's to the west and the east, and then the Gulf of Mexico to the south and the 32nd parallel um, to the north. And this becomes the neutral strip. And um, so out of this, from about 1806 until 1819, it's the, an official designated neutral strip by the United States government and the Spanish government. So you have folks who are using this territory to settle because they are not allowed to get um, proper land grants within the Louisiana Territory. The Spanish are using this as um, lands for Native Americans, tribes who are seeking shelter from other parts in the eastern United States who are being pushed westward. Um, And you have other cultural groups that are seeking asylum and settling out west. At the same time, you have this western expansion being pushed out from the United States. Um, And this sort of why we're celebrating no man's land and the bicentennial of becoming Louisiana from 1819 to 1821 or 2019 to 2021 is because in 1819, they, both the Spanish government and the United States government, come to an agreement with the Adam Onis Treaty. actually declares that the Sabine River will become the boundary, the western boundary of Louisiana or the United States and um, the eastern boundary wow. of Spanish Texas. So, so the the treaty was, was signed in 1819 and it was ratified by the United States Congress in 1821, which officially makes that boundary line real. But in the meantime, so, from, 1800, from 1806 to 1819, you just have this neutral zone where there's no military and there's no, there's really no government control. So could I go get a farm and, and farm and, and not pay taxes? You have a lot of people that, who say, who, 
Yes, you have a lot of people who are staking claims and Yay. making claims <laughs> on on property. And I'm going to call on John and Linda because um, they're they're my two history buffs in the group, and they can help me out here because they have they really truly their parishes are in the no man's land. Natchitoches is unique because, uh, especially Natchitoches Parish, because we were that frontier. We were that last stop of almost civilization before you enter oh. the the true frontier. So that's why Natchitoches has a role in this because people loaded up on all of their goods as they were heading mm-hmm. west to Natchitoches. And then well, everyone's going to go to Natchitoches too because you were the first settlement as well. So like that is right. like so you're like like the military supply. You were like the depot. Natchitoches was right. like the depot, right? Exactly, exactly. And um, and Sabine and Vernon Parish and and Allen and Calcasieu and Cameron, that's where you have these. Um, these land claims, and I'll I'll turn that over to Linda and John because they do. Yeah, Linda, Linda, tell me. Yeah, and they they own. Okay, go ahead. One of the reasons that Sabine was so heavily, I would say, heavily, the heaviest populated during this period is because of the El Camino Real. The El Camino Real. Mm. If you will yeah. think back to the 1600s, mm-hmm. started at Mexico mm-hmm. City and went to Natchitoches, mm-hmm. and and in fact, you have prior to this period even the uh, La Sadias, the mission there at La Sadias, mm-hmm. and all that history. But so much of Sabine Parish was settled through this area because of the El Camino Real. It had numerous crossings on the Sabine River. That El Camino Real went straight across Sabine Parish into Natchitoches. And so this area developed north and south, a little heavier in the region than others at that time. So there's a lot Mm. of that history that just ties together. Um, Mm. We have land grants that were issued in 1818 that ancestors are still living on at this time. And so when we started this, um, we started this celebration. Um, they said we went back. We first started with the universities to determine the boundaries, um, and they were able to. We've we've met with many historians, and it, and the storytelling that we will have at some of our events is really exciting to me. But um, the just the history of the land grants and how the land was settled and and that type of thing leads us up to current day. So we can actually trace some of the families that are still here forward wow, cool. into present wow. day in some of our parishes. Cool. Well, that's good because right. we and, were on a family Vernon... history mission, so we'll come through on that. I'm just not to be greedy on that side of it. But, no, it's it's really interesting. So tell us, John, go ahead. Well, in Vernon Parish, uh, Vernon Parish um, – had a great area in the center of it called the Anacoca Prairie, and it was highly mm. desirable land. Oh, wow. But that land had been given to a French planter in Natchitoches, Ambrose LeCount, and granted to him in the 18th century. And he maintained ownership of his land all through the neutral strip or no man's land uh, period. And even when the claims began to be challenged by the Americans coming in, saying these weren't mm-hmm. Spanish Texas claims, the LeCount family proved their claim, and it went to the United Supreme Court, where uh, the court said that their claim was valid. And that claim was for about 20,000 acres right here in Vernon Parish. Wow. And they continued to operate a stock farm on that land uh, until shortly after the American Civil War. 
So, so I mean, you have that... a connection. All of all yeah. of these roads, the El Camino Real, the the Beef Trail, the Indian Trails, all of these roads, they all had a big part in the settlement and the peopling of the area. And, and, but wow. at this point, this time so frame, cool. when we look at the no man's land time frame, Arlene, like we talked about this before on the show, Arlene, that this is when shenanigans can happen because there was no law at this Correct. time. Correct. Right. So yep. what we're doing, cool. Lisa, is taking the culture that grew out of this period and celebrating it with events. Oh, I like that. I like that. That because the people like, can listen. come and participate and get a little bit of the flavor of no man's land. And the history. We like that. A lot of people yeah. don't even realize, you know, the history of, of no man's land. <laughs> Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. I think that, you know, it sounds really fun and cool because... Um, you're doing something different, and I think that people who settled lands like that had the most gumption, like yeah. the fortitude, the attitude. They still have that. To, yeah, we're, that's <laughs> what we're celebrating, we think. I know where my plot of land is. I know. know. <laughs> no, that, it, it's like, and get off but, my lawn. But yeah, no, the, Louis, no, because there's something really exciting about the idea of I'm going somewhere I've never been before, and I'm going to settle it come high, hella high water. Well, right. And, and, and you had the water. You had and, the water. And, and you do it. And then it's like, oh, there's no law in place. Yippee. Um, you know, and then other places there's law in place. You're like, okay. But I want to say this because no, you, got, like it. you got Toledo, right? So there's the, the Sabine River, okay, on the west. And then when you get to Natchitoches, you have the Cane River, okay. So, Rebecca, you mentioned the Red River. So explain that part because that gets, like, interesting. Like, how <laughs> – so, you know what I mean. Time, <laughs> yes. So we're all familiar that rivers wind and they change their course. At one time, the Cane River was actually part of the main channel of the Red River. And around in the, in the late 1700s, early 1800s is when we start to see the, the Red sort of shift its course. And about the mid-1800s, about 1830s, 1830s, um, 40s, um, the Red River has officially changed its course and it has diverted to north of Natchitoches and Cane River becomes just an oxbow off of the main channel of Red River. And then later in the in the 20th century, um, due to flooding and to try to control and stabilize the, the Cane River, it is dammed at both ends. Um, and so it's not 
it's not free flowing from the Red River, but at one time the Red River ran through the heart of Natchitoches, which is a, a reason why I think a testament to one of the reasons why Natchitoches is, is the saves historically a lot of the historic buildings and structures because we did not have it, it, it commerce and change that comes with being a river community um, is wasn't was redirected from Natchitoches and just north of the town. So a, a lot of our history is saved due, due to that river's changed course. Uh, that, that's very important in the, in, the, in the preservation of the community as well. Very true. Well, yeah. you can imagine Natchitoches with steamboats right outside of Front Street, you know, from the shops that you see today and visit today and look across to the river, to Cane River, it's hard to imagine that steamships were or steamboats were actually there loading cotton to take down to New Orleans and other goods, you know, being shipped to Europe and back, you know. Well, um, if it was happening now, you know, I have to say, Arlene, they'd be going through fireworks. <laughs> Every Saturday for sure. <laughs> you know, but it is amazing That's to so me, cool you know, when though. I – there's. But That's you have, cool. like, a Louisiana highway, right? Like, there's, like, this scenic byway, heritage highway, like, where as you travel through. Um, I have to say, I know the southwest, where we are now in Tucson, um, there is this ancient land. And then you get into Louisiana mm. and your area, which, you know, I think I'm, I'm not knocking New Orleans at all. I mean, we've got New Orleans folks on the show right here, right now, Arlene will, like, you know, hit me over the head. No, there's nothing wrong with New Orleans, but I think a lot of us always think New Orleans. When you think Louisiana, that's the thing. But the reality is what we have found is your area is just amazing to learn about the history, the nature, and I think this no-man's land part is one of those things that people don't even know about. Like, this is so cool that you're celebrating it. You're doing all these events. People can come out and learn about it and know that, you know, I I was on a boat, and Nancy, you and I were on a boat Mm -hmm. in the Sabine region. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, then I know the, the place is no longer open at the time, but, you know, we were in an area, and this lady took us on a boat, and she goes, like, at this time, you know, back in the day, like, you know, if you were back in the day, um, you would be part of privy to seeing privateers and, and mm. rum runners and people coming through at this time, mm-hmm. and no one could do anything, right? Cool. You know what I mean, Linda? That's right, <laughs> and that's one of the things that we're celebrating. When you get to Calcasieu mm. and Lake Charles, they have a wonderful pirates festival, and so we're taking each of the festivals and events that we already had in the region, and we're adding elements of no man's land to them. Um, Mm. So it may be storytelling, it may be traveling exhibits, but we're taking some of those things that you mentioned and Mm. um, highlighting them through this celebration. Then we're also creating other special events that we've never had before, mainly to get Mm. people to just come to the region and experience it. Mm. Well, you have a powwow. Let's let's start with your area, right? Um, the Choctaw Apache Annual Powwow. Now, that's something for people to know. Re- remember the Native American roots, right? Of what and happened we in did. the area. And Rebecca can tell you better the Indian tribes that were here at that time. But the Choctaw were here. The Apache tribe was here, along with about five others. 
uh, they have they merged after that period of time, but all of that culture is a part of it. It's part of our food. It's it's part of um, our music, our heritage as we go forward. Mm. And everyone, this is going to be an event that happens as an actual powwow happening April 26th through 27th in Sabine Parish. So um, when we say Sabine Parish, um, where are they going? To, well, they're going to, to be event. on the northern end of Toledo Bend. Uh, they actually have some designated land. And on that particular weekend, you can experience their food, their music, uh, the drums. You can uh, Many things about their culture and the art um, that came mm-hmm. out of that period. Mm. So, yeah. everyone, this I mean, we're looking at this happening. 2019 is like, you know, we're, we're getting into that. Um, I want to bring Arlene on to this. Um, Melrose Arts and Crafts Festival is part of this, obviously, in Natchitoches, uh, April 6th and 7th. Um, but, Arlene, can you speak on Manny? Because isn't that one of the first um, events happening in February? Actually, that's in Sabine. This is going to be at Fort Jessup State Historic Site, which is in Sabine Parish. <clears throat> and um, I think, Miss Linda, you could probably, or Rebecca, I know, has a lot more information on that. But that is going to be the big kickoff with the Lieutenant Governor, uh, Billy Nungesser. And we're going to have uh, school wow. groups invited to this event. And But we do have a, a full-day schedule. And um, I don't know if Rebecca or Miss Linda, if you want, want to pick it up from there. Rebecca knows more about the reenactments. Do you mind jumping in, Rebecca? Sure thing. So um, Fort Jessup was um, really was sort of the once folks went to Natchitoches and got their um, their goods. Fort Jessup was the last stand before they hit the frontier. So we thought no better place than to to launch this bicentennial celebration than at Fort Jessup. And um, we have a number of reenactors who are going to be there demonstrating cooking and blacksmithing and um, medicinal ways uh, from the 1800s, from this period. We've invited school mm-hmm. groups. We invite the community. There will be an, a couple of – there will be a number of vendors who will possibly sell sort of handmade candles and that sort of thing. Um, and it's a it's so it'll take place on Friday and on Saturday, and you it's free and open to the public. You can come and sort of see what it was like to, to, before you headed off on awesome. the frontier. And and don't leave out the music and the food because that uh, always of course makes people not. Okay, happy. Listen, listen. <laughs> Cool. You, you get you get into Louisiana, just already go buy another <laughs> pair of pants. You don't don't go in with your original pair of jeans. No, <laughs> just already know you, you're going to go a size up, and that's good. Well, and you're going to be you, and as as your size increases, you're going to be laughing too, and you're going to have a good time. That's I, I just want to say that because so you fun. will you will increase in size. I'm just saying. Just well, we have, I, as, I, an, a, as another partner, we have the Louisiana Seafood Foundation that will uh, bring in seafood for us. We're going to have uh, seafood jambalaya. We're going to have a lot of, of uh, foods that are cooked over the open fire. Uh, we hope to have the Choctaw Apache fry bread for the public to experience. Um, lots of sweets that you actually um, cook uh, in the earth, as we did years ago. So there'll be a lot of things to observe, but also things to taste the flavor of and kind of step back in time a little bit. 
And That's for music, nice. we'll have the Louisiana State Fiddle Champion, uh, Clancy Stewart, who was here in Natchitoches at the Folk Festival and won the state championship for fiddling. So she will, she'll cool. be there to provide the music for for the. This is. Well. I'm I'm all like I'm ready. I I just want to get I want to get go. back. I want to get back there. John, what's going on in Vernon Parish? I want to know what's happening. Well, our festival our festival is Mayfest, which is the first weekend in May, and Mayfest is a local arts and crafts festival, but really with a strong emphasis uh, on music, and it's primarily uh, country western music. Uh, there's a little bit of Zydeco and Louisiana blues, but primarily country western music. And that's a big part of the area. You know, this is a big hmm. kind of cowboy western area with a lot of rodeos and uh, trail rides. And so there's a lot of emphasis in the culture on horses. And um, hmm. while you're not going to see hmm. those horses at Mayfest, you'll hear the music that the cowboys or the uh, country western fans love. That's interesting. Yeah, I just well, want to know there's going to be cowboys. I'm yeah. in. I know. <laughs> oh, that is that as good as guys in uniforms? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it goes right there. It goes, it's, it's all the same. It's all the same. <laughs> we want a team. We want a team. Okay, that's a, that's what it goes down to. You know. It, I, I hear it. you. It's, yeah, that that now that's it. That's our requisite as we travel, you know. But no, I think this is so cool. I I love the no man's land. Who doesn't love that theme? As like really, this was this area, and I remember going there and just being on a boat, going, "This was the no man's land," and and uh, you know, Kelly going. This is the no man's land. This is where things happen, and no one can stop him at this time. And I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. Like, it's this needs awesome. to be celebrated. And you guys are really doing it, and it's like amazing. You guys, and I, not from my thing, but um, I just think spirit comes from there. The, the, like spirit, yeah, yes. do something. I, I think that guts. Yes, I think that the underlying theme here is that. While, yes, we have our myths uh, and legends of outlaws and, and renegades, mm-hmm. um, really, No Man's Land is a beautiful um, stretch mm. of land in Louisiana. Yeah. And um, the people who reside in No Man's Land, whether they've been there for generations or they've just moved there, they really sort of rely on the land and each other to make a way yeah. of life. And they hold their traditions mm. close. Mm. And we can still see that today. I think that's what's Absolutely. really the underlying beauty of this celebration. It, this story is, is that about your heritage. This is part of your heritage. Exactly. Yeah. To me, mm-hmm. it's spirit. Yeah, it's your family. It's your spirit. It's who you are. Uh, Arlene, I want to go back to you in Natchitoches. You know, it's interesting because um, you have, you know, the heritage area, obviously. You have the downtown, excuse me, just won another award, the Main Street. Am, am I reading that yes. right? I, I we mean, did. We did. Congrats. We did. We We found out from the lieutenant governor's office that Natchitoches was selected as one of the the five um, Main Street success stories in the nation. So that's. We've come a long way, you know. We're very proud (laughs) of Main Street. I know. I can't. I I have to. I don't I'm know. Every surprised. show she comes on, I know. it's like, well, we just kind of had <laughs> this like thing happen here. What's the song, Rack em Up? I know, Rack em Up. <laughs> Johnny Lang would love you. Um, <laughs> and others, and others. Uh, but here, here, this, 
you know, when you look at what's going on in Natchitoches, being the oldest settlement, and um, I just think it's so interesting how it spreads out, like the, the, mm-hmm. the history spreads out through everything. And then you, one of the events is the Melrose Arts and Crafts Festival. That's a thing that happens every year. It's been, mm-hmm. what, how many years now? 30, 40 years yeah. now? It's 40 years. Or it's 39, somewhere up in there. 39 yeah. or 40 years for sure out at Melrose yeah, Plantation. Wow. It's happening there. And then you have also have a Find Your Park event at Oakland Plantation, which is part of the uh, National Parks. Uh, you know, that Oakland, is Oakland, and amazing. that's coming up on April 26th, is it, uh, Rebecca? Yes, it's April 26th. Um, yeah. it's, it's a, the idea is to sort of involve, um, to get um, families involved in, in, and invite them to the park. Find their mm. national park. Yep, to find their park. So we're and excited I love about that. Lake. Go ahead. So we're excited about that as well. So we, uh, it's springtime and it's a pretty time of the year. So uh, April's a good time, or any time is a good time to come visit us in Louisiana. I would say I'm looking at everything that you have. There's a huge list all year round. Everyone will put it up on nationalparktraveling.com. You'll be able to see it there. And I also encourage you to go to everybody's website. So, uh, Arlene, tell everybody where to go for Natchitoches. It's N-A-T-C-H-I-T-O-C-H-E-S dot com, Natchitoches.com. Okay. Rebecca, for your website, what's the best place? It is org. Okay, Linda, over in Toledo Bend area. Now that you are in, you're in the hotbed of it all. Yeah, and but mine you is really so are in the no man's land. <laughs> I want to give you my website, but I also want to be sure that we tell you that people can go to visitnomansland.com, and they can oh. see what's going on in all eight of oh, the parishes. Okay. They can see all the events that are coming up and get uh, information on the entire region, and then they can go individually. If they come individually to Sabine Parish, it would be ToledoBendLakeCountry.com. Okay, so ToledoBendLakeCountry.com, but it is also VisitNomansLand.com? That's correct, for all of No Man's Land, for all of the eight parishes. That's awesome. Awesome. Okay, and then, John, tell us about Vernon Parish, where people can keep up with you. Well, they can visit our website at louisianalegendcountry.com. Oh, wow, you got the legend country? Like okay, that. wait, wait, wait. You, you, uh, 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 I want to know why, why, why are you a legend country? What, who, who, what, where? Well, because, what happened? you know, we have, <laughs> we have the myths and legends byway, and we are filled with legends and tall tales and all the stories about these highwaymen and land pirates and uh, the individuals that settled our areas. Lots of stories. So uh, that's where our legends come from. LouisianaLegendCountry.com is our website, and it, it will tell you a lot of that information. Cool. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm that Linda I'm brought up our website for No Man's Land. It's a beautiful website, and I encourage all your listeners to, to go visit the website. And, again, cool. it's uh, visitnomansland.com. 
Visit yeah. nomansland.com and check it yes, out. Yes, uh, Where is the like settle in nomansland.com? There is no, there is no settle. There, you, you're gonna, you're gonna go move in a parish somewhere. I mean, I know. I mean, I the just, whole area. I listen, be back here I just at like seventeen. I want everyone to know, like, this is a great event, and it's gonna. Arlene, this is this is a three-year thing, right? It's a three-year long. We're just touching on what's happening now. But three year long three celebration, so we're looking forward to it. So yeah. awesome. Everybody a great reason to get out to Louisiana and discover the other side that people don't think about all the time. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> just saying. I've been um, for three years. Louisiana is amazing. You can see everything and you can experience good food. Amazing music, oh, culture. Sure. You can get hiking. You can go out in the river. You can go swamping. You mm. can do so much. Um, it is real. Louisiana is real. And, and you can that's what I have to say about here. It is. Mm. It is. It, it's like when I look at, you know, Louisiana is like its own country. When I think about the mm-hmm. rest of the country as a state, this is its own place. And that's when you, no you cross life. that line, you already know you're in Louisiana, and no one else has it. That's it. So go. That's us apart. Thank you guys for joining us. We got some special music for you. Okay, so like I know you guys like a little bit of water, right? So, <laughs> so I had to I had to do this because you know we love our mama's boys out there in in New Orleans, but they love to travel as well. So um, we're gonna play a little Thunder Rolls. From the Mama's Boys, Johnny Mastro and the Mama's Boys. You can keep up with them at johnnymastro.com. But here it is, Thunder Rolls. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, people. We'll see you Thank soon. You. Awesome. Thank, Thank you.
Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.